following program contains explicit language and subject matter and is intended for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. Hello? It has to start sometime. What better place than here? What better time than now? Welcome back to Gorilla Radio, episode four. Yeah. I'm K Mac. And I'm N Cheese. N Cheese. And that makes us K Mac and Cheese. <laughs> That's a very good segue, actually. <laughs> because we're going to talk about Mac and Cheese. Mac and Cheese. So before we do, why don't we just uh, get pumped and kick it in the guts? You feel that? I love that track. Oh, it gets you pumped, doesn't it? It gets you hot. And guess what? Straight A. Is just up around the corner. So this is Australia Day week. We're going to talk about Australia Day. I'm not going to listen to Change the Date Day, Invasion Day. Just going to be proud to be... Proud to be Australian. Fuck yeah. Fuck That's yeah. what it's all about. That's the way. So, mac and cheese. Mac you, and cheese. You threw it out there. As I perfectly set up. You did, actually. So the great story is Costco is now selling a 27-pound... That's right. It's 27-pound... Tub of mac and cheese. What's that in how the rest of the world would measure it? I think we the best way we describe it is a 12 litre bucket. Fuck. So if you if you envisage the best way that I've seen it in in the in the story itself was you know those have you ever seen those buckets that painters use on side and then all the tradies steal them and throw their tools in to carry them around? Yeah, yeah, like the the, the mother bucket. That's twenty seven pounds. Fuck. See when you when you say pounds, you don't Really think it's that big because it's like I don't know what's a pound. And generally, because we don't you say, we don't think in pounds. Did you say twelve liters? Twelve liters, yeah. Twelve liters of mac and cheese. Yeah. And get this: providing that you keep it in a dry and uh, safe place, it will last you twenty years. Is that tw- so? Unopened or opened? No, no. You can open it and close it as long so, as you seal it. For, so for twenty years, if I divide that out, I could have a specific amount of mac and cheese per month. I yeah. could ratio. Because realistically, now we're going back to doomsday preppers. Absolutely. You could buy, you'd buy a couple that, of those that tubs. Had, that'd really spruce up the bus. <laughs> it's, it's, it's filling shit up. Fuck. 90, so, $90 US. I was about to say, nine, so what's that Australian? So like 100 that's still fucked. What would that kick us over? $120? 100, $120, yeah. $130, yeah. Now, my question. Oh, so many questions. My question I'm the, I'm not the world's biggest mac and cheese fan. Obviously, it's highly consumed in the states. Yeah. Even if you were doomsday prepping, even if money wasn't an issue, of all the things that you would buy, would you buy the mac and cheese? Do you dig it that much? Do, do they have a, do they have a range? Like, can I get mac and cheese or spaghetti and meatballs or like no, they, just they've just gone mac and cheese? They've looked at the, they've crunched the numbers and said we're selling that much mac and cheese. Yep. Why not? Yeah. Give them. A bucket. Yeah. 
And I, and I don't think they call it the welfare bucket, but I suspect that <laughs> no, that's what it could become. No, no, that's KFC. Yeah. But that's, that's literally what it's going to become, isn't it? Like it's... If you think about it, if you ate a kilo of mac and cheese, that's not like... That's not too much per month. Do you know anyone that would eat a kilo in one sitting? <laughs> Seriously. Kilo. You think about how the dense, the dense a kilo is. Imagine you rocked up to a party and someone's like, oh, it's all catered for. Don't worry. We got f- and then they've just got a <laughs> fucking bucket of me. mac and cheese. Just, and you just keep making it up. Just keep making just it up. Just keep shoveling it. Yeah. It came in a wheelbarrow. Yeah. Would you feel like you're in jail? That's probably what they will use it for. That's, yeah. that's, that's who's using it. That's, it's yeah. jail food. Yeah. I just the Costco I'm trying it on to the fathom why yeah like realistically who the fuck needs 12 liters of mac and cheese yeah like you could do some other things like when you when you want mac when you want any food item in that amount I suspect that you may be filling a bathtub for some sexual purpose oh yeah it's a fetish yeah mac and cheese bath mac and mac and sleeves but why why would they Mac and sleeves, mac and sleeves, very well said. <laughs> Why would they create something so large, realistically, that like that lasts twenty years? That if you if, so, let's just take let's take a snapshot and go twenty one hundred and twenty five dollars, right, Australian. But if we're buying the US ninety dollars, what could ninety dollars buy you in food in the US and twelve liters of mac and cheese, obviously. Well, but what, does anyone want to buy... Like, do you go to the shop and go, oh... You ever gone shopping when you're hungry and you bought too much? Dude, I never go... Well, I, I try to tell myself never go when you're hungry and it seems to be the only time I go. And then I buy a whole heap of useless <laughs> shit that I shouldn't buy. That's it. So maybe that's their, their demographic is people going, you know what, I'm so hungry I could eat an entire bucket of mac and cheese. And then they go and they buy an entire bucket of mac and cheese and then they get home and they have like three spoonfuls. They're like, oh... Because my theory Overestimated. Is, like, where, where you, talk, you talked about a kilo, right? <laughs> Um, that's a stoner's party, I'd say that would be. But I reckon your normal serving for mac and cheese in a bowl to give to the kids, right, which a How lot many of kids parents, well, the parents with no imagination, obviously. Yeah. Easy I, mac. I reckon it would be close to 200 grams, that would be the max. Does it come pre-made or is it, like, here's the mac, here's the, here's the, here's the cheese shit you do in a microwave? So what I think it is so is... I'm, I'm just imagining a big, big bucket of mac and cheese. So No, no, what, what I think it is, it's a big... Bucket of dried um, pasta, yeah, macaroni, and and a whole heap of satchels <laughs> of the magic powdered cheese, and then you just take a scoop. You would literally see how bad that is. <laughs> It'd be like scooping out dog food or your horse. Like you'd, you'd have a scoop. That's the way. Like not a, not a packet where you just pour it in. You've a got bowl. to be a very shameless person to buy it, or a very brave person. <sighs> I did, uh, just the thought makes me cringe. Well, maybe you just don't like mac and cheese enough. Maybe there's some people out there who are like part of mac and cheese fan clubs and they just, they just it's all they think about. So what they're saying is for the $90, 180 servings. 180 servings. Yeah. What does that divide out to? Because that sounds like a large serving. Which the company says will remain edible for up to 20 years. How do they know? Did they make it 20 years ago and test it? Well, I'm guessing that they've gone, this is what we can classify as the average serving. Times out, divide that by 27 pounds and it comes out to 180. How do you make that last 20 years and have it be edible? I just don't feel like it's a 20-year food. Well, that's my whole point. 
Who wants to buy something that lasts 20 years? If you want to buy something that lasts 20 years and you wanted to put it inside your body, I think... Not necessarily via the mouth. You're missing out on stuff. If it's a kink thing, a whole different can of worms. But That's what Costco, it's got to be, man. Like, there's people writing letters and going, look, my fetish, writing letters to Costco and going, look, I love filling up bathtubs with mac and cheese and me and my wife climb in. That's our Friday night. Light some candles, pour some wine. But the problem is it's just not cost effective and it's affecting our marriage and Costco being the good people they are want to help. Do you, do you think that that's a, a sl- sexy move walking in and going, hey, baby, I've cooked dinner tonight. It's mac and cheese. <sighs> you think Kids like, are at your mum's. Yeah, Barry White playing in the background. <laughs> Everyone's getting sexy. Fuck yeah. Mac and cheese. No way, man. Sometimes, look, you just, you're married, you've got kids, you've got stress, and sometimes you just want to fucking a big bathtub of mac and cheese. Ugh. Now, I'm going to give you some bad news. No. Unfortunately, you may have to wait to pick yours up because according to the website, the item is currently out of stock, and until they restock, check out some of the great mac and cheese recipes that currently exist on the planet. So they've sold out. They've sold out. It's a fucking tease. That's you know what they probably they probably only made five buckets. Just went yeah. Man, check this. Five lucky people, or one one very intelligent doomsday prepper. So when when we go down to how many they made, I'm thinking golden ticket stuff. Charlie in the chocolate yeah, factory. Yeah. Yeah. So, the, but do you reckon they've gone the whole hog of he goes to a wonderful land of imagination where everything's made of mac and cheese and there's a river of cheese and Ugh. mushrooms made of mac. Can you imagine that the smell? Ne- the never-ending mac and cheese like, stopper. Yes, yeah, so I like cheese. I dig cheese. That's not cheese. No, it's that's not cheese. It's yellow muck. It, it like cheese comes from a liquid. That shit's a powder. Like something happened in between. Well, it's the same as Americans love that. Can cheese, they call it Can- cheese whiz. Yeah. Oh, have you had it? Yeah. Yeah, it's terrible. It's not cheese. <laughs> it's fucking horrible. It's yellow plastic it flavored. Comes, it comes out and quite literally C U M comes out. Yeah. And it's just, it fuck, looks like play doh. Yeah. And then it's like sour. That's what mac and cheese looks to me. So anyone out there who's bought the twenty-seven pound bucket, we know that you can't send an email because you're in the process of, of dying. dying. Because everything inside your body's locking up. Fuck it. Imagine, imagine so. the uh, the kilo shit you take after eating kilo oh. of mac and cheese. It'd be. <laughs> That's on one of those big bitch. You know, big. You know, she's like five thousand pounds, and she breaks the bed and can't get up, and they've got to clean her with a gurney, and she's just got a bucket of mac and cheese <laughs> next to her. The doctor's like, "Stop! You're gonna die!" And she's like, "I don't care!" And just. Feeding it into her. But I love mac and cheese. And her boyfriend's one of these twink skinny dudes who like loves fat women. Yeah, man. And he's just shoveling. That's this. a thing too. I know. And then and, and he's got mac and cheese and he's just feeding it into her. Yeah. Just like, it looks like fucking, you know, like construction workers f- backfilling a, uh, well, you, a pothole. Well, you know the good thing, if he makes it up in the bucket like that, and then he just gets a shovel and just throws it at her with, and she's got a funnel in her mouth and just throws it straight into the and funnel. He shovels it into a concrete mixer and then he pours in oh. the powder of, of, of the cheese and he just mixes it up in there and then he, then he pours, he's got like a line of blokes just bucketing it down like when they had to put out a fire in his 40s and just bucketing it into her mouth. Do you know what I, I, 
I've just got a horrible image now. Really? Yeah. From what? From that large woman <laughs> in the bed just... With the bucket line. Where to get a bucket. A bunch of volunteers feeding it into her mouth. Just, yeah. just fucking bashing it down. I just got that Monty Python view, you know, in uh, Meaning of Life where he goes, hello, so how are you today? Goes, but it is weather thin. Yeah, better. <laughs> better get a bucket, I'm going to be sick. That's what I think of. So I think there should be a field trip for us in this where we actually just go to a local supermarket somewhere yep. and just hang out in the mac and cheese aisle and just look <laughs> inconspicuous and then when someone picks up a box, go, are you going to eat that? <laughs> Would you rather a 27-pound bucket? Well, carry a clipboard. Yeah. Right, so do you have a few few moments of your time, sir? I've got a question to ask you. Yeah. You know what? I reckon we get away there. You pull out a microphone, everyone will talk. If you put on like a blue collared shirt. Yeah. And you've got a nice pair of pants on. Like you don't look like a crackhead who's just asking people yeah, questions. And just pull out a microphone. A microphone. Yeah. And a not white even, coat. Not even connected. No camera. No, no, no. Just no camera. No, I have it connected to a recorder. Here's a microphone. Hi, I would just like to ask you a few questions today about Mac and cheese. But if you wear a white coat, like a science scientist coat. Like a science edition. Yeah, man. Yeah. I have a school teacher who um, he tells us, ex-school teacher actually, still funny fucker today. And he um, will walk into a hospital and if he finds a white coat, we'll pull a white coat on just to walk around. It's and everyone rain. pays it's instant free, respect to free him. Rain. Yeah, everyone pays respect you to him. You can do that with police uniforms. I think that's illegal. Not if you, Who's going to tell you? You dress like a cop. Did, did you not hear the recent story? You're going to love this. If I can find the story, but and I'll find it in detail to tell you, but there's a story of, and this is gold. When you question about your job and how much trouble you can get into. Yeah. So when your job pays you X amount of money, each week, yep. you tend not to risk it over stupid shit. For sure. Yeah. So recently, a man's just been fired from his job yep. pretending to be a police officer yep. to get a discount at McDonald's. <laughs> they get like 50% off. His job is a security officer in the jail. What do they call them? Warden. Uh, they don't call them wardens anymore. A screw. Yeah. If you're in the jail, you call them a screw. But that's what, that's what he – so he was wearing that uniform. Prison and, guard. Prison guard. Prison officer, I think is the title. He was wearing that and tried to pass off the McDonald's that he was to get $10.51 off his order <laughs> and he's lost his job <laughs> and had to face court, had to pay court costs and been fined. For impersonation of a police officer. Absolutely. Was, was the McDonald's near the prison he worked at? I don't know that, but I, I just saw the story in brief. That's fantastic. Yeah. You've got to try it on. He was um, of Islander descent. So, so he had a big order. He's, he's trying to be financially... Yeah. And you know what? I was surprised it wasn't KFC. But obviously they don't get that discount at KFC. I know they get 50% at Macca's. Yeah. Yeah. Which is... Yeah. And, and, and true to form, they actually like having um, police officers hanging around at Macca's because who's going to... Try and rip off a McDonald's store. I always say that if you hang around McDonald's, you probably owe your neighbour a good portion of their garden hose. Because you used it to make a bong. Oh, okay. Uh, if you, oh, Have you ever okay. been to a McDonald's park, car park late at night? I've noticed it's a... Everyone's on drugs. Well, it used to be the big one in Sydney. I can only tell you in Sydney. The big one they used to hang out was Auburn. 
right? Yeah. But Auburn Car Park didn't have Krispy Kremes in it that's in it now. Yeah. That was all just car park. Ah, okay. So you had McDonald's there and they had cars and cars and cars. And that was the car crowd. That was the, the place to go to. So now... Now it's all pinger action. Now the, the car crowd go to uh, Liverpool Krispy Kremes. Oh, is that their hangout? That's the hangout now. That's all car meetings. heads. They look at each other's cars. Do you think... What do you think they talk about at their meetings? I have a strong suspicion they talk about Christ. Oh, do you? Yeah. Do we? I'm not part of it. Don't bring me into this. Okay. I do, reckon do it's they, a cover. Sorry. Do it's they. a cover, man. Mormons have upgraded from bikes to cars so they can hang out in Krispy Kreme parking lots and talk about the Lord. Saves knocking on doors. Do you think? You just go walking along and go, geez, that's a nice looking car. So, yeah. Did you restore it yourself? Yes, me and Jesus. <laughs> oh. I reckon it's more like it's a nice looking car. Yeah, man. I've worked really hard. It's a, it's a gift that you have it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it truly is. You know what else is a gift? The love of Christ that's oh, in God. your heart. <laughs> you know, I would be trying to be very diplomatic and very polite, but I know the conversation would end up, fuck off, full stop. <laughs> it just, there's just no way around it. Sorry, any of you Christians out there listening to us. I've never had a, I never had a front door until this year and I've never got a Mormon. You haven't met one yet? No, I'm so upset. Because I always lived in a granny flat out the back. Mormons won't jump your fence. Do you know that they are very polite? They are uh, 100% OTT polite. They will, like, they're trying to tell you about God, but they think that they're doing you a favour. No one standing at your door, no adult man in half a suit riding a push bike is doing me a favour at 11 o'clock on a Tuesday. Just remember... They travel in pack and they travel in twos. They travel in twos. Yeah, yeah, Is yeah. Is that so you've got more of them to beat up? Like, I think it's that they can – it's the peer pressure factor. But they, they're super polite. They, oh. they really are. And if you say to them – because they, they cop a heap of abuse. Of course. Right? A constant barrage. What happens? Of abuse. If a Mormon knocks on the door of another Mormon, do they have to swap places? Like, tag, you're it. Oh, you know, I want to see that. So do I. Yeah. It, obviously, you're going to invite, you want to talk about Christ? Do you want to talk about Christ? But do you want to talk about Christ? I don't know. Let's go to Taronga Zoo. Do you think that's where they talk about Christ at Taronga Zoo? No, that's the old ad. Oh, what do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? Let's go to Taronga Zoo. I've never heard that ad. Okay. Really? Oh, no. Wow. Is it true? Seriously? Yeah, it's an old ad. But if they knock on I'm, their door... I'm the older one of the two of us. You do realise this. <laughs> well, it's, and it's an old ad, so clearly you weren't paying attention. Yeah, that's but, true. So if they knock on a Mormon's door... And they say... And they say, hi, do you want to talk about Christ? <laughs> Hello, my name is Elder Price, and I would like to share with you the most amazing book. Hello, my name is Elder Grant... It's a book about America a long, long time ago. It has. Would you buy into it at that stage? If a man in half a suit on a push bike rang my doorbell, I opened it and he started singing. Yeah, absolutely. Would you let him finish? Like, so oh, yeah. See, I wouldn't open. I wouldn't open the screen door and keep that locked because you know he's singing on my doorstep. He's probably crazy, but I'm gonna see where this goes. Okay, I'm just going to let you a little secret just between you and I and whoever's listening because, you know, obviously our friends in Romania and Sweden 
Shout out. Shout out to the Swedish connection. Guten Tag or whatever it is yeah. they say over there. Sweden chicks are hot. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm just going to let you in. If you're talking about a level of crazy that he's singing, yes. I'm going level of crazy that he believes in a, a fake um, religious icon that doesn't exist. That is just in your head. And he's singing about it. And he says, comes back with... So many awesome parts, you simply won't believe how much this book can change your life. Change your life. Hello, my name is Elder Green. Fuck off. I would like to share with you this book of Jesus Christ. Hello. That's where you lose me, the book of my Jesus name Christ. Is El- and it's not like he wrote it. But, no, that's it. And it's not like it's the original either. It's a rewrite. It's a pretend write. It's a rewrite though. In, in this song, now, obviously the song's from the Book of Mormon and it's a piss take and it's very clever. But there's, there's facts, there's like lyrics in it that say, and I don't know if it's this song or one of the others, but it basically says, so if the New Testament is Star Wars and, sorry, the Old Testament Star Wars and the New Testament is Empire Strikes Back, that makes the Book of Mormon Return of the Jedi. Am I right? <laughs> And they go, yeah, if you think of it that way. It's a brand new one. It's a, it's a it's book. It's better. It's redone. And it was a guy, an icon. It's better special so effects. He's not an icon. What is he? He's, he's an angel. He's an angel. I don't know. He I tells know a story. certain man that there's golden plates in his backyard if he goes looking for them and he digs them up and finds them. But don't show anyone because you're not allowed to share that with anyone. What year did this happen? Oh. Is it, is I don't it need an exact eight, year, but no, like I think it's 18, 1800s. Yeah. yeah, so I feel like people might have been a little bit more gullible back then. Do you think? A little bit. Just should, a touch, just a snippet. I've got... This might sort of sum it up a little bit, actually. You all know the Bible is made of testaments old and new. You've been told it's just those two parts or only one if you're a Jew. But what if I were to tell you there's a fresh third part out there which was found by a hip new prophet who had a little Donny Osmond flair. Have you heard of the All-American Prophet? So the All-American Prophet... I reckon prophet. that's what they need to do is bring a bit of flair about it. But... Do a magic trick. That's what the Mormons are doing. No, they're not. They're knocking on your door going, want to talk about Jesus? Do something first. Make me like you. Magic trick. Do a flip, do a backflip, handstand, clap, sing, dance, play guitar, play the do, flute. Can you do a backflip like the Pope says to Adam Sandler? <laughs> can you do, can you do a, a flip? Do a flip. Um, do you think if they sign up? I don't think they sign up. Yeah, they sign dudes. They, oh, for, for Mormonism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, okay. it's not like Scientology. Like the Avon lady. You don't get a contract. Like the Avon lady. Well, once they get you in, you've got to then do your time and serving. And do your push bike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Door to door shit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Why push bikes? Cheap. But some of them have nice push bikes. Are they? I haven't noticed. Some I, of them to have me, got they're like just shiny. Like, it's got nice tassels on it. It's got a basket at the front for all the lovely gifts they're obviously going to hand you. Uh, the, only, the only experience I ever had was they tried to give me a, a leaflet. Yeah. And, but said to me, can we come in and talk to you about this? And they handed it to me and I looked at it and I went, oh, I might have a read of it. And then I went to close the door and they went, oh, oh, oh no, if we can't come in, you can't keep it. <laughs> and I went, oh, well, no, thank you. 
Like I was polite. But here's the thing. You could have just kept it anyway. Yeah, you just shut the door. What are well, they going to do? Maybe they're environmentally friendly. Riding bikes, not wanting to waste paper. Yeah, yeah. They care about the environment. That's, that's their angle. Yeah. Save the dolphins and whatnot. Yeah. So the All-American Prophet. Check out the song. It's a great song. I just might. Yeah. So I've got some more news for you. Beautiful. Hit outside me. of Costco. I've got a great story about a Mexican police officer. Yep. It all, that's always the best way to start a story. Mexican police officer. A Mexican police officer. This could be a racist joke your dad tells. This could be a story. This could be a movie that has like... This could go anywhere. Absolutely. And the fact was, I had other stories I wanted to tell you about, but it seems everyone's doing, as in the guy that injected semen into his arms to make his arms bigger. No, no, he's trying to cure back pain. Back pain. Yeah. Back pain. There's a a great sense of logic there. We can all say, I don't think we have to break it down too far. Yeah, let's not go there. So this one was I found even funnier. So the Mexi- Mexican cop was called to break up a fight between three police cadets. Mm-hmm. Yep. So these guys are in training. For some reason, they're in a hotel room. So right now, I'm, I'm imagining uh, a Mexican version of the movie Police Academy. Was one, one of them's making like really realistic sounds with his mouth. <laughs> Michael Winslow. No, mm. no, but he's doing it Mexican like. Oh. He's doing like the, the Mexican hat dance. Oh, he's, he's not doing Making the... like rooster noises. <laughs> I've got so many <laughs> stereotypical voices going around inside my head at the moment. Hola. But there's an interesting part about the threesome in general and, and why it ended up... It actually ended up in an argument. Okay. And the trio of aspiring police officers in the northeastern Mexico were holed up inside a local hotel when the rendezvous turned into a fist fight. Ooh. Now, I don't know of too many threesomes that threesomes that turn into fist fights. I do know of a few that have fists in them. Ye- ye- but they're yes. used for different reasons. Yeah. But this, this is and, – and I do know the stories where it's not acceptable or the wife goes, oh, I thought this would work out better, whatever, right? Yep, yep. And, you know, but it, as it turns out, one of the women attacked the other, claiming that the man spent too much time being intimate with her. Oh, he wasn't sharing. Yeah, he was. That selfish bastard. Yeah. Me so too. the responding re- police officer was able to keep his composure despite the fact noticing his wife was one of the women involved. Oh, no. <laughs> so the police have been caught because there's an argument going on in the hotel of the threesome that was going on. Roxar. The two girls have in, got into a fight and they're fighting each other naked and the police officer that turns up on the job finds out that these guys are trainees and one of them is his wife. <laughs> I bet he regrets encouraging his wife to join the police force now. One of the women, one of the two women apprehended by law enforcement authorities um, put on a struggle and they get in the police house. Anyway, he w- then rushed his spouse out of the hotel. The cadets, none of, who, of which have been named but have been pictured, were looking to join the police, state police department. They have been arrested and charged with disorderly conduct. <laughs> now tell me... Who's cooking dinner when they go home oh, the next night? Oh, that's going to be an awkward breakfast. Yeah. That's, that's fantastic. Yeah. That's, there's so much there to unpack. So was his wife, was she a cadet or was she just... Yeah, no, no, the three, three of them. The three so of them. they're all police cadets. Yeah. So at some point he's had a conversation with his wife and she said, look, you know, you're out there, you're doing something really valuable with your life, with your career. I don't feel like I am 
and I want the same level of fulfillment that you obviously receive. And he said, well, maybe you should join the police force. Yeah, I bet you he's regretting that conversation. <laughs> he's, he's, he's encouraged it. He's pushed it towards it. Yeah. Wow. Now, you know the part of the story that it doesn't tell you, and this is the part that upsets me, it doesn't tell you if it was the wife who started the fight because she wasn't getting enough attention. Ooh, or, or if it was yeah. was she getting all the attention and the doesn't tell you. So then you've got to go. Was my wife getting banged too much, or was she upset that she wasn't getting banged enough? How does she sell it to him? Does she go? Which one do you want to be? Do you want to be the one that's jealous or the one that's getting all the d? Well, the one that's jealous and starts a fight is then. How can she go to her husband? She was getting all the D. I wanted more action. She could do the crazy Jedi mind flip. See, this is what I wanted. I just wanted more attention from you all along. That's why I joined the police force, to be closer to it with you. That's the better angle. I that's feel, the way you play. I feel that he's a police officer that's turned up. He's going to get both sides of the story. He's not just getting the wife. Do you reckon that? So he goes to the other one. The other one goes, he says, what happens? And she goes... Man, your wife's a whore. She was banging that guy. I couldn't even get any look in. <laughs> How do you, how's he going to go? Ooh. And this is not, not to feed stereotypes, but a country where a lot of people go missing all the time. Yeah. You know. According to this is, this is the you, – you've got to love Mexican press. Of course you do. According to the Mexican news outlet La Prensa, witnesses say hotel employees were cheering on the man – and applauding as they heard the trio making noises while they were having sex. <laughs> so it's a. Uh, so not only was she part of like a three way, but she was part of a three way that garnered an audience who were rooting for them. In the hotel. As they were rooting for each other. Exactly. The sex party was interrupted when one of the women thought the man was being, was paying more, was more intimate. I love the way they say this, was more intimate with the other woman. The heated discussion turned into a violent argument as the hotel owner reported the chaotic scene to 911. Interesting that Mexico used that as well. After he heard screams and sounds of broken bottles coming from the room, the cadets were still detained as of Tuesday night as they awaited to pay a fine to cover hotel damages. And that was it. That's a good way to uh, weed out police officers that just aren't fit. That they have to have the police called on themselves. And according to the story, and it'd be interesting to follow up, but according to the story, they're not going to lose, they're still going to get to become police officers. Now in Australia, you'd be shamed in the, in, in the local papers. Oh, yeah, you'd be mentioned on uh, morning TV. Yeah, and you wouldn't be able to get. You a, might, get a, might get a, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here deal. Oh, yes. You might, might be able to go that right. I'm the cop that, you know. Now, that is a brilliant segue is it? because this is a new one for you and you don't know about this. Okay. As of this week or last week, yep. I'm a celebrity started in Australia. I'm a celebrity, get me out yeah, of here. Yeah. yeah. So for the year it started. It's been going for several years now. Okay. And it's a copy of the English program, which, funny enough, the English program is actually filmed in Australia. All right. right? In so the, do they film over there in England for the Australian one? We go to Africa. Makes oh, sense. Yeah. Jungle. I guess. That's the thing. Right. So what we, what I've done a bit of an analytical thing. Now, I know that you're not a, a reality TV head. Not really, no. No. But I am 
and when this part of the year comes around, I always think to myself, oh, fuck, I'm over reality TV because I'm a big Survivor fan. I'm a huge, okay. huge, huge Survivor fan. Yep. And, and if you, you follow it from the first to where we are, it, Survivor's evolved and the people, because it's on TV, have different ways of playing it and it's evolving constantly. It's a strategic... Huge. But what it really is is a game of life where in a smaller scale with limiting things where you want to be liked and then you want to fuck people over but you want yeah. them to like it. There's a, there's a whole... Anyway, I'm not going to get in Survivor. But what's happened is I'm a Celebrity has started this year and when I went and did some research and sort of looked down the, the page of who we've got, yep. we've really got... Because everyone says, well, these guys aren't celebrities. And I go, well, no, they're really not. But are they known? They are. But so, for instance, Sam Dassiari is a disgraced Labor... Um, was he a senator or member of parliament? He was, was a bloke that took money from, from the, the Chinese. Chinese. Yep. Okay. Yep. But he actually is a pretty good politician. Obviously, with... the Bribery, it's just an accident. I, I, yeah, I don't think bribery was his main aim. He just fell down that, went down that cadaver, that, er, that area cadaver. Went down that cadaver. Yeah, I think went that's, down a, that that's, hole. A, that's a whole different yeah. issue yeah. if they well, found him with a cadaver. No, no, killed, killed everything off. But, but what, what Sam did, and I'm not making excuses for him, he got caught out and he's actually on, on this program, I think he's trying to... Redeem re- himself? Somewhat as in, he goes, my... Political career is over. I've got no really? chance of doing it. Right. So, but to just give you an overall view, what I think they've done with this group is that they've picked people that ideally have come from either a pub, like a, um, a reality television area, yep, or uh, have been seen in the public. So the other politician in it's Jackie Lambie. Jackie Lambie is a, a Tasmanian senator who has had to give up her seat because she had immigration issues, like as to um, citizenship, sorry, not immigration. So she's given up her seat and the story is that she's going to run again. Now, in my opinion, I can only speak for myself, if you watch her on this show, you would think, what a fucking idiot and who put her in there? But the reality is the people of Tasmania put her in there. So to me... Jackie Lambie. Do, ra- do they rally together to get her on there? How do they? How did the people of Tasmania put her in there? Oh no, no, not to get on the show, but to become a, um, oh, a to senator. Become, to become to become a senator. Yeah, yeah, she was voted in, so you have to win so many seats to get in. She is a fucking loose cannon, <laughs> and she talks on this show with such disrespect for other people on there. It's almost narcissistic. She's she's a prick. She's an arsehole, A grade, right? But again, she's been put in there by the people. Sure. So then you've got. Uh, a TV chef, Justin, Justine Schofield, who's just a very nice lady, doesn't say much at all. You've Fascinating. Got a, you've got a guy, Justin, who's from Love Island, who is literally not just narcissistic, but he is an image of the originality where narcissism came from. Ah, so he's like an archetype. He is. Of, 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 of he's looking in of the himself. lake of his own to see his own reflection. Like he is all about him. Um, you've got Tahir, the comedian, who is a very funny, fully sick bro from Fat, Fat Pizza. Pizza and Swift and Shift and all those sorts of things. But from what I've seen, he's not getting much because you've got these big personalities. But he sounds like he's the only one I know so far. Yeah. So he's so far he's the most famous. You've got Richard Reed from – he used to be on Channel 9. He's the entertainment reporter. Um, oh, he's, he's the uh, – Yeah, he's gay. He's gay. <laughs> 
he's very blatantly. Yeah, yeah, and yep. it, and there's no like there's no political. He was correct. like the celebrity correspondent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd be over in yeah. LA. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? He is a nice dude. Just he, a friendly fellow. He's a good guy. He's funny. He he's not. I wouldn't say he's over the top, but he's interesting. So he's more of a bottom. <laughs> I probably think he is a bottom, actually. <laughs> I get that impression. You never know. But he, he tells a few different stories, but he's kind and he's... He's, so he's, he's the lovable one of the bunch, the one everyone's sort of... Yeah, I think he's... And he's extremely genuine. And you know what? I have seen him pull up, and I'm not into this. I've watched about three or four episodes, and I've been meaning to catch up, and I just don't have that time at the moment. But he is he's on it, he's switched on. And, and he's polite, but if someone's out of line, he'll go, oh, listen, I just want to have a word. The reason, blah, blah, blah. Like, he's, he's really well. Then you've got Dermot Brereton, who's an AFL player. With a terrible name. Yeah, and it's funny because that comes up. There's girls talking about his name. <laughs> Dermot, Dermot, Dermot. God, Dermot. They're saying to him, Dermot, Dermot, Dermot. <laughs> and he, he's in his 50s now. He's a five-time premiership winning player from uh, Melbourne. It's AFL, so it's Hawks. Probably, uh, yeah, he played for the Hawks. Sure. Um, and, and he was good. He was tough. He's a big man. But he's in his 50s and he's got – I don't know if his hair's been permed. It's been coloured, but it, it's starting to look like it's fake, like it's extremely <laughs> out of control. But, you know, so be it. Sure. Then you've got um, the two girls from Gogglebox that live together. They're the fat wog. No, no. That's not insensitive, the fat wog. No, 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 no. no. Not the Greek girls. I can't say oh, that's the Greek what, girls. Oh, that's what you call them? Yeah, no. <laughs> we'll call them the Greek girls. The Greek girls. And, and just for the record, actually, so you know, the bigger Greek girl has... The fatter wog. Barred me <laughs> from Twitter. Barred you from Twitter. Yeah, because when Gogglebox was on, I may have said something defamatory. Not defamatory. Yeah, something something similar to what I just said. Yeah, I didn't use the <laughs> F word. Bad. I might have used another word. <laughs> but a C, did it start with a oh, C? Oh, no, 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 I didn't use the bomb. No, 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 but I, I, I probably think she is one, but I didn't use her. <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah, she blocked me on Twitter, which I find amazing. It's quite funny. Yeah. Um, and no, no, Angie, Angie and, and Evie, they, um, they've always got dogs sitting on their lap. They, they look after dogs, a lot of dogs. Okay. And uh, and they're very they're funny they, okay. they are funny they and good chemistry yeah absolutely and and they add they add to the program because they but when you see them mix around the others they're very genuine they're very yeah. but again we're talking reality um, then we've got AJ Rochester the biggest loser chick who's he's she's the first one that's just been evicted actually okay yeah no one liked her well and I, I actually mentioned this on Twitter not long ago. To me, she reminds me of the female equivalent of your dirty uncle that used to want to touch you before you were 17. Like, you just, like, you know. Clearly, we didn't have the same upbringing. No. No, no, no. <laughs> no, neither did I. Thanks, Uncle Brian. Um, no, not at all. But that's that creep. She's that creepy she's uncle. A, she's a sex pest. She is exactly what she is, a sex, sex pest. pest. Now, if it was a guy doing what she's been doing in there, everyone would be up in arms, he's a dirty ah, old man. Okay. But she's getting away with it. She gets away with it because she's a, a woman. Yeah. And, and, I've just, and I just read an article when she's come out like, and she said along the line, she wanted to be very open about her sex life and stuff. And she's quite a large woman now and she's in over 50, into her 50s. 
And for someone that's supposedly a weight expert, I don't, she's supposed to be a weight loss expert. I think she's a weight finder expert at the moment. <laughs> she's doing a bit of field research. Yeah, she's – yeah. She – one of the things in this interview that she went on was to say, all women love anal sex, they just don't tell you they like it. Now, my experience is completely different from that, but it's interesting. You don't like anal sex? Uh, no, no, as in to women I've spoken <laughs> to about it. Oh, okay. Yeah. But everyone's got a different very view. But in her opinion, no, all women love it. All women love it. They just don't. You can't speak for all that's women. That's what she said. That's, that's what a she bit. said. So that gives you an idea of what she she's She likes like. it, obviously. Yeah. And the other one that I've left out, oh, there's actually another football, Shane Crawford, that's gone in there who, who's friends with Dermot. used to be on the footy show. I don't really know much about AFL player. Yeah. But the other one that's in there is a woman by the name of Natasha Exelby. And okay. sounds non-familiar, non-plussed. No. But she's made, been made famous and she's actually a, a quality journalist okay. and, and has and, – and of me, this is my opinion, of what I've read about her, what I've seen about her. But what she's most famous for is when they came back from a break – on ABC late night news, yep. they came back from her. She was fiddling with a pen, and then she went, "Oh!" and she realised that she got she caught. Freaked out, and then she went, oh! "And now to the sport." Ah, okay. She's she wasn't one of the, wasn't one of those the unprepared moments. Yeah. So from that, she lost a job. <laughs> really? Yeah. ABC went. Yeah. ABC said, "Oh, we're not going to give you any more on camera. We're just going to get you to do production stuff." Now, I'm not singing. Her praises, I'm not singing, feel sorry for whatever. That, what happened happened and I think she's actually – But it was late night on ABC. Like, and you know what? Was there six people watching? One of the people that watched it went, hey, it's late night, no one's watching anyway. But of course someone's picked it up and someone's leaked it to the it's, – it's, it, the, the video went viral. Went massive that, all that around the world. It more lovable, I reckon. Well, since she's been in there, I actually like it. Now, here's a few things to take into consideration with, with, with me being a reality TV head – Yep. I'm going to get you involved in reality TV next week, okay? Are we going on it? I, no, no. I've given Have you, we reached that level of celebrity? I've given you <laughs> – not as such. I've given you that background because sure. I, I, I want you to get an understanding of – You're not going to give me homework, are you? These people. I'm going to share it with uh. you because next week – and we'll do a podcast afterwards – is the start of Love at First Sight. Now I tend to think. Is this the one where they walk down the aisle and marry each other? And they've never met. They've never seen anything until they get to the aisle. Yeah. Okay. And I think there's ten weddings, which they were ease in. You won't get all ten. You'll get two the first night and two the second night. So and, yeah. And again, the advantage of streaming TV, we don't have to watch it live. All right, but. I w I'm going to get you involved because I want to get your opinion because I'm very critical of this show in particular. I'm very critical of, of reality TV as a whole. Yeah. Well, the other option – so what happens is celebrities started two weeks early yeah. to get a fan base before next week at the end when okay. the ratings period's about to kick off, right, that you will then have to choose from Married at First Sight on Channel 9 and on Channel 7 you'll have – my Kitchen Rules. Oh. And they're the two biggies that go up against each other oh. this time of year at the start of the ratings period because it's the end of school holidays and bang, we're going to get people watching TV. Now, sure. my thing is, again, as we've discussed in private, we've talked about streaming's far more popular. Yeah, absolutely. And that television is a dying mess. These, these, these stations know that. How they're going to deal with it, that's up to them. Don't give a fuck. But 
tend to watch things without ads. But I'm going to give you, I want to give you an introduction to this because I want to know your thoughts on, A, do you think it's doctored? Because last season I'm sure it was worked. Wait, what show are we talking about? This is Love at First Sight? Yep. Or after one episode of that, I can then introduce you back into um, I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. See, my kitchen rules. I didn't come on this podcast to get homework. No, now, it's not homework. It's an opinion. Get marked? No, no, it's an opinion. And flashbacks from school. Yeah. No, no, no. It's purely an opinion. opinion. But what it is is you're a fresh mind to work with sure. because you've never bought into reality TV. Yeah. Right? You've never spent time. It's never been of interest to you. It's Secretly, I have just an obsession with all of it. Yeah. Well. And know more than you do about it. You might develop one. No. I'm telling you. No. This is how it works. <laughs> this is, and it's not on the same. This is how you become a Mormon. As they go, just, we'll just one pamphlet. Just see and if you can touch your toes. That's all right if your pants are down. Pants are down. That's okay. That's just all right. You're just gonna feel a tickle in your asshole. Yeah. So you want me to watch one episode? One. One, one whole one. episode. One. One forty-five minute episode. Yeah. Well, forty. I don't know how long they go for. Yeah, forty. Forty minutes. Forty minutes, 40 minutes, minutes out of my. Very important life. Yep. I'm yep. busy signing Cause, autographs. Because I want to see who they aim up at when you talk about audiences and who – because I know already – I think, I think you, you're, perf- you're who they aim at. I think you're um, – you seem very keen on them, whatever your demographic is for viewership. For me, it's purely about – Watching the psychological issues that people have. Do you think that everyone has an excuse for it, though? Do, do you really, do, it seems to be the thing no one admits to just purely enjoying. It's always a guilty pleasure. Um, I, I think there's a hook involved. I yeah. think you get hooked. I think there's... So you started on the psychological and then you just... But you, because, you fall in love with the characters. No, and, because it's like... Say, for instance, crime podcasts are massive, right? Yeah. Around the world. Sure. And everyone's got a different crime podcast. The reality is the ones that are more famous are the ones that have actually got endings. This person was charged. This person went to jail. Yeah. The family. When you've got podcasts that talk about crime that get you hooked in and they go, and it's unsolved, people get oh, the shits. That, that's cruel. Yeah. Well, and this is what gets you with this married thing. So you see these people, you good look at that person and you go, and here's the thing, when they on the wedding day, they don't necessarily show you this one, this one, this one, this one. So you'll see a little bit over here of this guy and a little bit over here of this guy and who's going to yep. turn up. Yep. So you get to see these people and, of course, they've got a sad story. Oh, I was dumped. There's one woman I've seen in the promos. I, I met the man in my dreams. He was lovely. He was beautiful. I could have stayed with him forever. He didn't want to have kids. I want to have kids. So now, oh, you, okay. now you're appealing to people who go, yeah, I want to have kids now too. Now I want to know if, if she gets to have kids. Exactly. So it's about giving you the ending. So you get hooked in the beginning and you want to know, do they last? Now, do they stay together? Do they fall apart? So the part that, that, that tries to hold you in there is the issue that um, can you go through all the stupidity that takes place? Because there's some fucking idiots that go on there. They do it intentionally, though, don't they? Is they, is they go, these people won't work together, so let's make them try. Well, they will tell you they've got three experts that have picked these couples. My three experts. And my and I can't verify it 100, but my understanding that I've heard is they don't necessarily pick them. They just turn up. The producers do all the work in picking them because they want a bit of fire. Uh, and I can tell you, there's one blonde lady that's in there, 
and she is way OTT. I mean, she is over the top in the highest stakes and she is so narcissistic. And she's, oh, I've seen the ad for this woman. I hate her. I already hate her. She's like, I'm the center of attention. Yep. Everyone loves me. Yep. She is the worst person ever. That's straight away. Okay, so had to excuse me then. I just had to disappear. He just, he just sort of pissed himself across the living room. I got I, I pissed in excitement. There, that, was, there was a happy wee because I said that I'll do it. I'm in because I hate this woman with yep. a passion. And I want to see her fail. I want to see miserable... I don't even know her. It, but I just want to see bad things happen to her. Do you think that she, because of what you've seen, and remember it's only yeah. a glimpse, Yeah. has that been a good teaser to oh, get you involved? Because I forgot about it. I, I watched it the other... I think it was on Facebook. I watched it the other day and I went, you bitch, I hate you. And now I want to see how that goes. She looks over the, totally over the top. Totally. And just full of herself, just full of... All right, so I accept your homework. Okay. It's not homework. I'm going to set you... Be, now you know next podcast, I'm going to set you homework. Yeah, I'm down with and that. It's going to be weird. I'm down with that. And it's going to involve something you don't like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know yet. But <laughs> I, I, I don't like drinking coffee. I don't. All right. Don't make me drink coffee. Yeah, all right, you're going to have to get a coffee enema. Uh, See, you had to go. I had to go. I to was the going. I had buttholes on the mind. As far as you get away from the back passage, no, no, you went there. I, was, I will always find a way to the back. Apparently, OJ Rochester says all women, women love, love it. it. All women love it. All women love it. Can you imagine if you and I come out and went and just said something about men? About <clears throat> all men love it. But see, as a man, we're fucking weird. Like men, men are admittedly just creeps. So, like you're gonna get. Uh, an, uh, a percentage of men rallying behind it regardless of what you say. You come in, all men <laughs> like it when she's got fucking, you know, oh, cornflakes glued to her forehead and there'll be like 78 dudes who come out and go, absolutely, we thought we were alone, we've united, we've started a support group. What about, I can, and, and you would be able to relate to this because this is a funny thing that I've seen. Feet. And, we'll t- and this is on Facebook. I've actually got a Twitter story for the next podcast that we do to talk about. Awesome. But this one's a Facebook one. Okay. And this may have been someone that you know intimately that talked about chewing gum being called chewing gum. <laughs> I might know this person, sure. And then there was a response oh. that came with it. Now, <laughs> I'm not going to mention who about. it was, oh. but can you tell me what the response was? Because what the line was, that what you said was... What I said was, do you think chewing gum was originally just called gum and then they had to change the name because people were using it for non-chewing purposes? Yeah. And then someone <laughs> who may have... Not me. Someone who may have been integral in raising me from a very young age. Of, of, a, male, <laughs> of a male persuasion. Someone who is definitely my father. Yeah. Said, what, do you think people were feeding it down the eye of their cock? Yes. Yes. That. <laughs> now, do you think that he stands up for all men saying, yep, men used to feed chewing gum down the eye of their cock? I don't know what that man thinks. No, but that's what, I, that's, but that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but there's got to be, oh. See, see, now you've reminded me of something and I think we can wrap up on this. Okay. And I, it, maybe it's a cliffhanger, maybe you go Google it, but there's a thing 
that I found out recently that you can surgically have your penis split in half. What? For pleasure purposes. Oh, I'm just trying to get a visual on this at the moment. It's not pleasant. You ever... Um, what, down the middle? So you know when you have thick sausages on the barbecue mm. and to make the fat render a bit better, you cut them in half. So it opens up. No. Like a book. Nah. Yep. No. Nah. Yep. 100%. That's a thing and people can do it for so I don't aesthetic doubt reasons. They can do it for sexual reasons. They can do it to make the helicoptering look more... In, intense. I've shocked no, you with that I, one. There's speechless. I'm, no, no, speechless. I'm just trying to picture and you take it out. And you ever go, had a banana split? Designed for your pleasure. You ever have a banana split? I, I can't, I can't, no. <laughs> I, I don't, I do believe it's a thing because everything can be considered a thing. There's a whole crazy world out there where everyone's Absolutely. into something. And I don't, I don't judge anyone and that's your thing, that's your thing. As long as it's legal, as long as... You know, you're not getting anyone on underage involved, whatever. Like, I'm cool. I'm you're, down with your that. body. You're a responsible yeah, adult. Yeah, yeah, and you're and the person. That, and there's a doctor out there to do it. What sort of fucking doctor goes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, no. I'll do it. I'll do it. Cut your cock in half. German. <laughs> <laughs> I. On that visual, I think we'll leave you. Yeah. On that mind-boggling and enjoy your Google searches. Yeah, I, I think that people need to do it. Now, if people are searching for you on... If people uh, aren't searching for penile division, uh, they can find me on Twitter at Neil Dawson's... Dick? Dick. And they can find me on Instagram at Neil Dawson's Balls. Yeah, and where you will have a photo of this... Uh... My, my dick cut in half? No, I don't think I'll be oh, doing you can't, that. You can't put it on Instagram. You have to put it on Twitter. You can put it on Twitter. Okay, so I'll... I'll Not chuck... your dick. I'll ch... <laughs> it's just a dick. Yeah. I'll chuck up a link there for anyone that's interested. Yeah. yeah. If um... you want to have a look at me, you can find me on gorilla at, uh, at gorilla underscore KMAC and you won't find any pictures of dicks. Or Unless it's New Year's. dicks. Unless it's New Year's. Not even sausages. No, no, New Year's. I'm retired from that. <laughs> and um, not even sausages on a barbecue. Um, but what I want to say to finish out, actually, firstly, I have got this hankering to call you Young Neil. Young Neil. Yeah, because I think it's the coolest name. I've just seen Scott Pilgrim versus the Isn't World Isn't that again. just a flip of Neil Young though? Yes, oh, that's why it's so cool. He's Neil Young and I'm Young Neil. Neil Young is a fucking legend. He so is, am I. And that's what I'm saying. But you're Young Neil. We'll see how it goes. I like we'll Young see Neil. how if it fits in conversationally or if it becomes an awkward point of contention. Well, in, between us, you're the youngest of the two of us, just. And uh, <laughs> ever so slightly. <laughs> and, and young Neil, I just think young Neil rocks. Young I loved Neil. it. As soon as I saw Scott Pilgrim again, which I think is an absolutely masterpiece of a movie. Absolutely. I went, and he's the young Neil, and I went, yeah, see the ironic there? Young Neil, Neil Young, I love it. Mm, very clever. Yeah, that's good anyway. All right, we're going to close this out. Happy Australia Day. Happy Australia Day. And... Um, just remember, I might speak to you before before Australia Day hits. We yeah. can maybe have a closer chat on that. Yeah. And, um, you know, it may just be a lot of people talking about a lot of shit. And the fact is it's just a day to celebrate a great nation. That's it. Have a good time. Have a beer. Have a sausage. Split it in half. <laughs> with that, we're going to check out with this. You all know the Bible is made of testaments old and new. 
You've been told it's just those two parts Or only one if you're a Jew But what if I were to tell you There's a fresh third part out there Which was found by a hip new prophet Who had a little Donny Osmond flair Yeah.